0: Praise the Lord. We thank God for every one of you, those who are also glued in your sets having church service with us. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for the gathering which is to you. We thank you for the privilege of gathering before you, not to any other man, not even to ourselves, but to you. It's such an honor, as our sister said in the beginning, for sending you, Jesus, to come and save us. Tonight, Lord, we want to hear from you. We want to know your will. And so we plead that you will speak to us. And that your word will not fall to the ground. And that understanding will come to our hearts. And when the understanding had come, let there be a transformation by your word. Lord, we are hearing from you. So we want to become like Jesus. Therefore, help us. Let the spirit of your word come to us tonight. That we will not become forgetful hearers, but doers of your word in Jesus' name. And everyone said, okay. Tonight we are studying at the feet of the master on the issue of what God does for a man who serves him what God does for a man who serves him. And I pray that as we hear this, we would be very careful to do service for the Lord. You know, let me start off by establishing that it is very important that We are saved. Because what happens is that. As soon as we get. Born again. We were already in. that Bible describes us. As we were darkness. In some portions. The scripture also says that. We were in the kingdom. Of darkness. And Christ. Jesus died and. As. By virtue of our receiving and having faith in Him and surrendering to Him, He translates us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of His dear Son. And immediately we become children of God. Praise the Lord. So salvation is never worked for, nobody can pay for it, and nobody can brag that he has become a child of God through his effort. Now, the other thing about it that unfortunately we don't consider carefully is that God has structured his kingdom in such a way that as soon as you are translated To become, from darkness to become a child of God, as soon as you get your citizenship, the heavenly citizenship, you are giving with an ability to do something for the kingdom in which you have been brought into. Praise the Lord. Unfortunately, many of us either by deception from the devil, or either by our own misunderstanding. I don't know how to put it. We think that after we have become children of God, God, <laughs> we give him favor by becoming children of God. No. We are saved To serve. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? If you catch this revelation. You will never be dull. Neither would you be lazy in the kingdom of God. Unfortunately. And so tonight. We want to see what God will do. For a man who serves him. Now the topic explains that there can be people who are in the kingdom. They are children of God all right. But they don't serve God. Are you catching it? It is like... Haven't sent your children to school. Your children, they bear your name. They are educated. They have finished education. And the child says to you, I am not working. And stays at home. He does not He doesn't lose his sonship or daughtership, correct? But he is or she is termed as unprofitable. Praise the Lord. And I pray that as we wait on God in fasting and in prayer, and God graciously bringing this matter up, Every one of us in these two days will take the matter seriously. And I must confess in your face that, brethren, God has a favor for those that are profitable to him. Praise the Lord. Any child of God that is unprofitable, we will see from the scriptures. And so let's quickly have a look at what God does for those who serve Him. In John chapter 15, verse number 1 to 8. John chapter 15, we will look together carefully the scripture. I am the true vine. My Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me. That does not bear fruit. He takes away. And every branch that bears fruits, He prunes. I pray the Lord will prune his workers. In the name of Jesus. That it may bear More fruits. You are already cleaned. Because of the word. Which I have spoken to you. Abide in me. And I in you. As the branch. Cannot bear fruit. Of itself. Unless it abides. In the vine. Neither can you. Unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Praise the Lord. May the Lord help us to understand this truth. Children of God, listen. God has been so interested God has been so interested in children of God who in one way or the other are very, very fruitful to the kingdom in which they are. In the verse number one, you see how Jesus is explaining the matter so clearly. This is a flower. It's not a tree. But if I were to take this, even as a tree, there's one here. Don't want to disturb it. It's okay. But we all know that there is a vine of the tree, which is the stem. It has branches. Now, Jesus said, I am the vine. I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. God takes particular interest in any child of God who is fixed to Jesus. God exposes that individual to the word of God. God pulls his heart. God teaches him. God wants him to do something. Are you listening to me? So Jesus was explaining that you just cannot be brought from the kingdom of darkness And to be planted in the kingdom of the dear Son of God and become unfruitful. It's not possible. It's not possible. Once you are planted in Jesus, when God begins to speak, you will understand. So he said. I thank my God. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful to God by the word of God that I understand some things. Dear ones, Jesus is coming home. And it's about time we understood some things. Bible said, I am the true vine. God himself is involved in our well-being To become profitable. And I have observed. In my little Christian life. That any time. A person gets saved. And gets planted in the Lord. Wherever that individual finds himself. He becomes an answer. To man's life. Hallelujah. He becomes an answer. I've seen too many of that if it is in the village and he mounts up and he is so planted in the Lord, the Lord blesses him to minister to the people to get them saved. He blesses them to, 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 to be an answer to their need. If they came around and they were sick, he said a simple prayer, they were healed. As long as that individual is planted, and so in the verse number 2, and you see the interesting thing in the verse 1 that you should take note of is this. The Bible says that the Father is dressing up. He is so committed to making sure that you are doing well. And I pray that from this moment we shall do well. Every branch in me, that does not bear fruit This is a serious statement by Jesus himself. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch in me that bears fruit, he prunes. He prunes. I will tell you something. I don't know whether many people even experience the pruning of the Lord. The little that I know, I want to share with you is this. Anybody that is so connected to Jesus, anytime God's word is coming, the word has a place in his heart. The word is able to let him know his stand. The word is able to wash him from some rubbish that he has probably incurred. The word is able to point out some things that he needs to deal with in his own life, or he needs to let go. The word is able to, you know, because the, the knife, the knife of God to pruning his vessels are his word. Hallelujah. So when people hear the word of God and they get offended, to be honest with you, It bothers me. And then I'm beginning to ask myself, are we saints or we are not? For those that I love, according to Bible, I chastise. Those that God is interested in, so may I tell you a secret? If you are here and constantly, the word of God comes and it's as if it's dealing with you, All I can say is that God is concerned about you and he is pruning you. Hallelujah. If God doesn't care about you, he will not, in fact, you will hear and it will not do you anything. And tonight, may we pray that we will never get to the point where we become so, you see, let me tell you something. When a person is giving up, he becomes very arrogant. The word of God will come and he, of course, he will not show anything. But deep in his heart, he is also retorting. He is firing back. As if he is dealing with human beings. We are not all. We are not. The words that I speak unto you, Jesus said, they are spirit and they are life. Personally, may I tell you, I love to be, to be made uncomfortable. I love to be exposed by the word of God because it gives me the chance to repent. Praise the Lord! I don't love to to be fraternized. I don't love to be to be encouraging, to be encouraged, to be. I I know that it can create problems for me. Already we are struggling with this life of the flesh. So I love. I can confess to tell you that there have been times that I was sitting here or even I would be sitting here, standing here to preach and the word of God will go like that and it will hit me. Even though God may be using me to preach, I cry inside of me, Lord, help me out. So, when the Bible said, Jesus, any any. Branch in me, that does not bear fruit. He takes it away. I want to beg you all, please don't take it for granted. Once you are a child of God, the interest of God in you is high. The pruning must continue. Hallelujah. You can be a child of God, and it's as if uh, we know it. Uh, these things, we, when we got born again, we know it. And, and it will be and it will be said, and it will mean nothing to you. I have never come across the word of God in such a manner. Let me tell you, the word of God is very comprehensive. And no matter how it is, every time it has something to do in the life of a person who is plugged. Into the main vine. Which is Jesus. Hallelujah. We just want you to be very comfortable. If God. Begins to deal with you. You should rather thank him. That you were not left on your own. So that. On the day of the Lord. It would have been too late. For you to answer for yourself. That's why constantly. I'm praying for this church. That everybody will hear God for himself. You know, it's one of the prayers I I think is the best thing to do. Lord, let everyone hear you. Let everybody be very clear about what you are saying. So Jesus said, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he prunes. So tonight we just want you to, in the first night, we want you to know that God is expecting fruits from everybody. There is no child of God that God has given you a concession that after, as for you, you came to be saved and to relax. You are meant for something. Therefore, I pray that your eyes will be open to it that you may receive it with humility of spirit in Jesus' name. That it may bear more fruit. God has always been very interested in seeing His children progressing in His work. Verse number 3, the Bible says, You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Actually, this is where we got born again. Everybody who heard the word of God and receive Jesus immediately he is made clean praise the lord your being made clean is different from your being fruitful my being made clean you know the gentleman who was dying on the cross with Jesus he was you see the bible says that flesh and blood cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven as soon as he said when you go to your kingdom when he had faith and said, when you go to your kingdom, remember me as soon as that man, I mean, I keep saying that, you know, there couldn't have been any wonderful way of departure than this. But there is other side of it as well. This brother will never be rewarded for any work he has done, even though he is saved. Hallelujah. When people are being called, Paul said, I have run the race. I have finished the course. Now I'm waiting for the crown that shall be put on my head. Not me only, but all those who have also labored. A child of God, let me beg you. Please give your heart to doing something for you shall be rewarded. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? In our homes, It's about time we understood that we are made a people who get saved and must do something to contribute the kingdom of God. A worker is not paid not because they interviewed you and told you that today you are a member of electricity company of Ghana. This is your appointment letter. And then when you come, you take a seat and they say you are supposed to go and wire a pole from this point to this point at um, cantonments, And then you say, listen, I just came to become a worker. Do you think they will say it is enough? And so this is the kingdom of God. And Please let us all become workers of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. You see, we are being deceived to thinking that once we are saved, we do God a favor. It is enough. Mimi Petro Bubira, Minge Bubira, ya meno wa domana wa save men ena na yen metu nami baby no be save him, men kade be save The rest is your matter. May that not be our portion. Today, because of this, there is so much laziness. We can't even pray for the salvation of people. Do you know it's a work to get up to pray for the salvation of people? Do you know that those who are not made to go with us, but their support with their hard working money, they are also part of it. They share in that which shall be given to us. Praise the Lord. Tomorrow, don't miss church. We will see some secrets about the talent. So, a child of God, I just want you to open up now as, a, as somebody who is planted in Jesus and you are also occupying And doing something that one day you can carry and say, Lord, this is what I did. Today, majority of Christians have resigned. Oh, but for you, you will not resign. Be at your duty post. Be at your duty post. Whatever God has called you to do, please do it with sincerity of heart as unto the Lord whatever some of us our 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 calling happened to be that men must be saved we must do everything to make sure they are saved i can't stop i can't some of us you 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 don't even have the oratory but your word, your life is already affecting people bringing i mean you you are a blessing Some of us are to support the kingdom of God and say, I cannot go like you, but God has also blessed me with substance. You people take it and go. Do it with sincerity. Let me be honest with you. If you understand Bible very well, we will have the same share. Why? It is required of a steward that a man be found faithful. If you are faithful in what you have been committed, commit what has been committed into your hands to do, that is all that God wants. Amen. So please, begin to ask yourself, what is, my, what is my portfolio? What is my job? You know, there is a silent labor. I will tell you, there are some Christians whose work is not known by the church. They have such a reward in heaven. There is a silent trade. Silent labor. And sometimes, may God forgive me, sometimes I wish I was a silent labor. Do you know when the Bible was talking about we are the body of Christ, some are the hand, some are the feet, some are the eyes. Did you notice that he says that there are some of the members that are very insignificant, but upon those ones, they have been given with more honor. A child of God. May the Lord help me not for me to fail. May the Lord help you not for you to fail. Let me digress a bit and we will come here. When Apostle Paul was in the kingdom of darkness, he was an instrument for Satan. And he worked very effectively. I tell you. One day I was waiting on the Lord in prayer. And the Lord showed me. He said. In your normal briefing. Breathe. (laughs) Do you breathe death? The brother was so committed to such an extent that if there was an opportunity to grab anybody who believed in Jesus and to kill him ah bah he was too joyful. Is it, Nana? where is it? Is it in Acts chapter 8 or chapter uh, chapter 9? See then saw, listen to this, then saw, breathing out threatens. No humu oruguno. Na No humana oruguru Ono is good enough to torment somebody. Still breathing threats and murder. Paul's breathing for working for Satan. Ha he did it with everything that was within him to kill. To kill. And this one it was God who I never I have read the scripture over and over again and it says, You see, they talk about demonic things. This was a man who was full of demons. How can you seek to destroy the righteous with such a determination and commitment against the disciples of the Lord and went to the high priest? Now, when Jesus arrested him, listen carefully, when Jesus arrested him, May the Lord help us. When the light flew and the brother fell down, boom! He was now shaking. And then the voice came, saw, saw. And I put that on the board for us. Listen to this. It was only a voice who saw, saw, why are you persecuting me? The the brother was working, but he was working for Satan. Why are you? You see, he was not an unbeliever who was idle. He was not an unbeliever who was idle. In fact, in God's principles, he doesn't like for anybody to be idle. That is why in the beginning, when God created the earth, he said to man, among other things that God said to man, which was very clear, you are in charge. Till the ground. Be responsible for the ground. That's why he started naming and everything. You see, so I have found out that God doesn't like lazy people, people who are not doing anything. They are not God's friends. Are you understanding me? Please. Are you understanding me? So when God said. Saul. Saul. Why are you persecuting me? The next verse. He said. Who are you? Now. Why he added the Lord. Was that the power that jammed him. It was enough for him to know that it was a superior power. So then he himself said, who are you, Lord? Because I've experienced what is greater than anything I have ever done. Then Jesus introduced himself and said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goats. It is very difficult. Why I brought you here is this thing. The next thing that happened was after Jesus has introduced himself, the Bible says, so he said, trembling, astonished, Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do? I don't know whether you have ever asked yourself, Lord, what is my assignment on the earth? The brother knew that idleness is not part of the game. So he said, what exactly would you have me to do? He wanted his assignment. An assignment was given to him immediately. The Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city and you will be told what to do. You will be told what to do. You will be told what to do. You must be gainfully employed by the kingdom of God. Amen. Be at your duty post. Now, I love something when he himself was explaining later on in life. Let's go to Acts chapter 26 verse number 14 to 16 there about this time he was defending himself before King agrippa and the rest of the people and the bible says that when we had all fallen down in other words, the people who were with him all of them fell at impartation we talked about it last month last month when they all fell to the ground I heard a voice speaking to me, saying in a Hebrew language, So, so, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the gods. Now, may I tell you something? Brother, since you got saved, probably you have been amongst brethren. A lot of things have been happening. For you in particular, what is it that God told you? What is your assignment? You see, they fell together. But God singled his voice to Saul. It didn't mean that God was not interested with a group of the people. No, he was interested, but it was Saul who had his assignments. But the much interesting one is, as we go further, I want to show you something in the verse number 15 and 16. So I said... Who are you, Lord? This time he was narrating the matter. He said, and he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Now the verse number 16. Then he said, but Jesus said, arise, stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose. Praise the Lord. I have appeared to you for this purpose. A child of God, what is the purpose for which you have, God has come to you? It is something you should never take for granted. For I have appeared to you for this purpose. What is your purpose in life? So he said, to make you a minister and to witness both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will yet reveal to you. Seventeen. And I will deliver you from the Jews people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I'm sending you. Let's pause here. What will God do for those who serve him? He will make sure they are delivered when they meet a situation of death. You won't say amen. You see, I want us to understand that. Even human beings, if you have a company, and somebody is very profitable, when that person is in need, you share the need with the person. Maybe you have never owned a company before, so you don't know what I'm talking about. But what it's important is when somebody closer to you has a situation and that person is profitable to you, you go every length to see to it that that person. if As long as it's within your ability, you go every length to make sure that individual is satisfied. I'm happy to announce to you that find your assignment and embark on it and your security is guaranteed in the name of Jesus. What will God do for those who serve Him? He will protect them. He will supply their needs according to His riches in glory By Christ Jesus. He who touches them. Touches the apple of his eye. Long life would he satisfy him. He shall reward him with the crown of glory. God is very interested. Why? Now we will switch. Now we will go back to our main scripture. Which I digress a bit. Because in the verse number 8. Something was said there. That God will be glorified. By this my father is glorified. Hallelujah. Child of God. Please. If anybody had ever advised you to be dull. Break bounds. And simply say Lord. I want to be fruitful. I want to be fruitful. I want to do something in the kingdom of God. I will, I don't want to be idle. I must tell you there is no idle hands in the kingdom of our God. Praise the Lord. Even the salvation that we received, we all know we have said it over and over again in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 is it number 18 or somewhere that we 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 have received, we have been made ministers of reconciliation. Now ministers of reconciliation in so many ways. You can be a minister of reconciliation in the diversion of the support for those who preach it. Hallelujah. You can be a minister of reconciliation in so many areas. Now all these things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given. So You see, that's why I told us that anybody who comes to the kingdom of God receives something to be able to become a servant to work with. Praise the Lord. There is nobody who comes to the kingdom of God and is not giving with anybody. It's not giving with anything. You see, the Bible says that now all things are of God. Everything about you is of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. And then he says, and has done what? Given. So, a child of God, tonight, you are a servant of God. You have been given with something. You have something in your hands that please, it is, it, don't allow it to get rusted. Do something with it. Hallelujah. You see, when I see people don't bother about the kingdom of God, it's disturbing. When I see people who are not interested, and in our kingdom, God has made it such that it's so connected to so many things. So please, please, rise up for God Even when you are executing your job and it is very difficult, God will help you. He said, for this purpose I appear to you that you may preach to the Gentiles. You may preach to the Jews first and then to the Gentiles. And in executing your job, you may encounter death, but I will show up. And deliver you from death. Praise the Lord. So what will God do. For anybody. Who is faithful. To his calling. Who is who is doing something. That God has given him to do. You are well protected. You have a full insurance coverage. The people who drill. Oil. They go to shore the people who do mining, all oh, the, 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 the works that Ghana has, which brings in a lot of money. Majority of those rich companies, you have comprehensive life insurance over your head. Why are they spending money to do that? Because you are important to them. You are doing something that will bring more money. And so also, anybody who is committed into doing... You see, that's why... I must be honest with you. When you don't feel like... We speak to ourselves and say... We don't, under, we don't take that word that I don't feel like going. I want to go. Sometimes you go against your own feelings. The reason is that you shall be rewarded. Do you remember Paul went through the same thing when he said that... This ministry of reconciliation... Has been committed into me. My hands. And that. Is the first. Corinthians chapter 9. When it talks about. Even if I don't do it. It has been put on my life. I want to quote it exactly what it says. It says first Corinthians chapter 9. Down there. um, Let me hear. say this. He says that, if I don't, have you find it for me? I just want to, the ministry, even if I do it against my will, the ministry, of, it's, it's still giving unto me. I know that there's a phrase, that if I do it against my will, it's, 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 it's there. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. For if I do this, thank you, for if I do this willingly, I have a reward. So, do your work and have a reward. Praise the Lord. Now, he says that, but if it's against my will, I have still been entrusted with a stewardship. Praise the Lord. The word of God is beautiful. If I'm doing this thing that God has placed on my life to do, I don't really want to do it. And so, but I'm dragging myself to do it. The Bible says that... even if you don't want to do it, because it is your responsibility, it still has to be done. So, dear brethren, the church of Jesus is running away from its responsibility, and may you not be a part of it in Jesus' name. Be a person who is, has sat down and has decided that I will be at my duty post. I love it. Some of these scriptures you read and it jump to you. and It it, it brings you understanding and you, what is laziness? You can never be lazy when you have understood this. For if I do this willingly, God will reward me. And then if I, uh, God will reward you. But if against my will, I don't feel like, I don't want to do it. God is still saying you are the man who must do it. And because of that, I will do it. So, You see, if you understand God this way, you can never be lazy. You can never, you can never use an excuse that I am not doing what I'm supposed to do because a brother offended me and because of that, like, it is not possible. Because you would now know that I am not doing this thing for man, but I'm doing it for who? God. And I'll be rewarded. I love this statement. You will be rewarded. Is it Romans chapter two somewhere there? You, is it eight or fourteen? I don't know. Romans two. You see, we God would 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 will reward you. He will reward you by all means. It's in Romans chapter two somewhere there. He will reward you. I don't have it here. He will reward you. She will find it. She's wonderful. She will find it. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you forevermore, my Father. Hey. Five. Two five. Romans two five. But in accordance with your hardness, An impotent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath. The revelation, no, 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 let me see. Six, six, six. Uh Who will render to each one according to what? So if you do good in the kingdom of God, reward is awaiting you. But we are not going there tonight. We want to center around as we come to pray in the next two minutes. We want to center around, brethren, on this matter of what is my assignment? What will God do? I want to assure you tonight, your labor will not be in vain. Praise the Lord. He will protect you. He will bless you. You will receive reward in the kingdom of our God. When we shall appear there. Hallelujah. So please don't ever feel that I was saved only to be saved and to be there. I want to read a scripture and then we will stand to pray. Matthew chapter chapter 13 verse 12. Matthew chapter 13 verse number 12. Then we will just pray. For whoever has to him more will be given, and he who and he will have abundance, but whoever does not have, even what he has, will be taken from him. Consider the scripture, and may the Lord give you wisdom. And understanding. Hallelujah. I discovered that as soon as you get saved, God gives you a parcel. If you study the Bible, it is there. Your assignment is there. Now, we will touch on that tomorrow, God willing you will discover that there is no person that got saved that did not receive something from God to do. Everybody, everybody, we will pray and ask the Lord that he may reveal this to us. Shall we stand? In a moment of time.